events had conspired to deny him Dorvina anyway, and he reflected that was probably the best thing that had ever happened to him. Though Sherindis could barely see, she was a scribe, like he wanted to be. They were well matched in most things, even if she was two hands taller. That didn't matter to either of them. Their minds and temperaments matched, and that's what really counted. It didn't hurt that she was pretty. Her hair was a perfect nut-brown, and her eyes were almost the same color. Stavin stifled a chuckle as he thought of how things had worked out. Dorvina had wanted to marry Hana Kelchamlin, but he'd proven himself to be less of a man than she had hoped. In the end, she rejected Hana, and accepted Darek Kelmarkat instead. Stavin had become friends with Darek, and the look of misery in his friend's eyes lately made it clear that Dorvina was not the ideal mate he'd thought she would be. Stavin and Shari spent their time in the archive or at home together, enjoying one another's company as they read or studied. They had both been loners for a long time before they found each other, and they found being married to be so much more than either of them had dreamed. Several days later, they were relaxing in bed on their rest day. Shari traced circles on Stavin's bare chest with her fingers. "'You know, Stephen, the gods above must like me. "'They have reason to, but what makes you say that now?' Stavin asked as he caressed her back. "'They gave me you,' she replied, laying her cheek against his chest. Stavin chuckled. "'They must love me, then.' Shari wrapped an arm across his stomach and squeezed. "'I love you. I love you, too. How are you feeling? I don't have morning sickness any more, thank the gods above.' Then she chuckled and asked, "'Why?' Stavin slid down so he could kiss her. His world was complete so long as he had her— the long years of fighting to be accepted as a man had come to an end after the first night of their marriage, and he'd been accepted by the people of Cavinston as well. For the most part, at least. There was still some jealousy of his accomplishments during his first expedition. I should have expected that, he thought. After all, he'd earned well over fifteen thousand gold crowns. Well, it had been given to him because of the king of Avandia's favour, but it was his by right. He'd also killed thirty men in combat, and become the first man in the history of Kelcavin to earn an officer's star on his first expedition to the lowlands. What most of the jealous people seemed to forget was that every one of those men had been trying to kill him as well, and most of them had been half again his size. He had proof at last that even though he hadn't grown a finger's width since he'd had that fever when he was ten, he was a true warrior. There had also been one last incident early in the winter between Stavian and his childhood tormentors. That incident had left him with a new form of amusement during his hour's training with the rest of the young warriors. Hana Kelchamlin was in a stunned funk for weeks after his petition of marriage had been rejected by Dorvina Kelkarin. He spent his empty hours reviewing everything, going over it in his mind again and again. He knew, in spite of what Elder Kelkarin and the others had said, 
that Stavin the Runt hadn't made a single kill. He knew it. The Runt had somehow forced Barville to say he'd made those kills, and Barville had taken care of the others. It had to be that way. He knew that Barville had to have been the one who turned Dorvina against him as well. She was an obedient daughter, and would do as her father commanded. It was one of the things he loved most about her. She would obey her husband just as she obeyed her father. It was the runt who had ruined his life. It had always been the runt, especially when he had been bigger than Hana, back before he'd stopped growing. As soon as he was the bigger boy, he'd shown the runt how tough he was. He and his friends had beaten the runt bloody, stripped him to the skin and thrown him in a snowdrift. Now it was time for another lesson for the runt. Hana and his friends, Jalav, Lanik, and...